You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Mattern. All right, my people, this is Lust for Life. It is early. We usually record late. You guys have no idea. You're listening to it while you're driving your truck. High on no-dos. That's our demographic? <laughs> yeah, truckers who do no-dos. That's what happens, man. That's how we do it. Um, all I got is a power bar in me. Not even a, a balance bar. I didn't get salmon. I didn't think I had time, so I could get cranky. I might lose energy in the middle of the fucking podcast. Just deal with it. God bless you all, okay? <laughs> but I got enough people here who could carry the weight. You got a good squad. Like your favorite Beatles song. Carry the weight. I think it's always good to share with an audience what early means to stand-up comedians. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it's, lunches yeah. are being delivered <laughs> right now. 12 yes. 5, yes. <laughs> lunches are being delivered right now as my, we speak. My roommate Greg woke up one day like at 1, and his brother came up to him and goes, Hey, look at you, bright and early, <laughs> right at the crack of lunch. <laughs> That's great. With yeah. me, of course, I'm looking dead on. Facing, he's at 6, he's at 12 o'clock, I'm at 6 o'clock. He is my right hand. He is Veggie Suswine, a.k.a. A sweet, 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 17 sweets wine, baby. Sweets. Woo! Sweet wine. It's not a good message for the kids to have that much sugar. No, fuck them. <laughs> Diabetes is a rumor Diabetes spread a rumor. by the Illuminati. We rebels, baby. <laughs> to the left. We're making history these days. We have had sure, third mics become guests. We've mixed it all up. I love that. Former guest. Now sitting in with us, my main man, crowd goes wild, my brother, Michael Costa. Yeah, baby. Where are you from? Queens, baby. I'm Mad Dog, baby. <laughs> Costa impersonates me all the time on Crowd Goes Not Wild in between good, the credits. But, but it's great. The caricature that he does of me mm. is better than me, and mm. I start doing the caricature. Should we do, should we do see do, do an impression and see if our listeners can tell the difference? Okay. And all the way, it's sitting 12 o'clock. I think they can tell. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, my birthday, baby. He came in on my birthday, and it was nice, baby. He's right. from Queens, whether he's from Queens or not. <laughs> he is convinced that's all I ask people <laughs> I know, is if they're from Queens. You know, you got to pick up on... It's great, though. Oh, thank you, man. At the end of warm-up, right before the show starts, uh, Costa will be sitting on panel, and I'll hear him and Trevor Price, who's <laughs> yeah. on panel, too, just go, Where you from, Queens? <laughs> it's just great. It's just, and it keeps me honest. It's the best part of the show. Wow. <laughs> Here we go, folks. Thanks for having me. 12 crack and lunch. Thanks for having me. <laughs> the crack of lunch. The crack of lunch. I love it. This is too much fun. This episode's going to be special. Okay. I, I always whisper when I set up who the guest is. I whisper yell because I watch too much WWE Network and I watch Dusty Rhodes. He's a big whisper mm. yeller. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, baby. I said, when I get you at the Summer Slams, he used to plural a lot. He was a plural <laughs> guy. My family, the old Italians from Rochester, plural a lot. Yeah, I've said this before, right? It was never Walmart; it's Walmart's. Mm. It was never Kmart; it was Kmart's. And then when my aunt worked at PT's Pub in Vegas, people were calling a PT Pub. I don't know why they <laughs> the like one. to add s's and get rid of the get fuckers. Rid of- That's a very interesting social dynamic. Right. What What does that mean? Does it Does it make something more familiar if you add an s? Mm. Is it show possession? Maybe that's it. And then why would Walmart's, you take away right. possession? And then, then you why would you lose possession? God. Maybe it's. I feel like the examples you gave could also be plural. Yeah. There are a lot of WalMarts to choose from. Yeah. In our neighborhood. But would they say? <laughs> would they? How would they say? Would they say like one die, two dices? Would they add an S to something? You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying there? You got to think I'm back now, th- Mad Dog. I think they might have said dice in 
because they're from the Buffalo <laughs> yes, area okay. and they got love for bison. I'm not sure. Okay. That was kind of a fib. Who the Boom. fuck knows? <laughs> Woo! We're on fire, baby. Jared Freed, the J Train, Yo. will be sitting in with us. He's Shh. jumping on. That's his voice. It sounds good. He doesn't know the rules. No, sorry. He has a wonderful <laughs> podcast on the I didn't know the rules when I was a guest. No one told That's me true. anything. Yeah, Breaking and so rules. then when someone addresses you, yeah, you, you address hello. back. He goes, I'll bring you in a 10. <laughs> yeah. And we're at four right now. Exactly. Shut your mouth. That is a 10, is it, sir? <laughs> I fucked up. I fucked up. What's with all this chaos now? It's it started okay. so good. I bring up Dusty Rhodes. Everyone loses their shit. <laughs> I'll go away. It becomes a bunkhouse stampede up in this shit. None of you guys get that. I'm older than you. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jared has a show on this network, the Stand Up New York Labs Network, which is the hottest podcast network in America. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anyone else says, okay? Listen, As voted on by Canadians. Yeah. Oh, shit, I forgot <laughs> to say that. That's true. We're the number one podcast in America is voted on by Canadians. Costa knows that because he's from the Detroit area. Love it. Right across the street, Windsor. Windsor, Holla. baby. Ambassador Bridge, motherfucker. Can mm -hmm. I swear? Yes. Good, thank yes. you. <laughs> I dropped 18 F-bombs, man. Um, J-Train has a show called The Total Frat Movement, TFM, Move. okay, which sounds like some kind of awesome meditation <laughs> That Andy Kaufman probably did <laughs> yeah. before he filmed Taxi. He didn't. It is TFM. It's Total Frat Movement. Look, he's a kind of a, you know, we're going to talk to you in a minute, but you're kind of controversial, and I'll tell you why. You embrace being a bro, being a dude, and that's what this is about. This is Don't in defense yet. of bros. <laughs> we'll bros are under a lot of fire. We had an episode with with a, a Wall Street guy right after Wolf of Wall Street. We discussed that, mm -hmm. that whole vibe. By bros, you mean men? Manager. Well, yeah. th th this is particularly fresh, refreshing right now because there's so much nerd dick sucking. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? So it's nice to get a little, you know, Stay hey, strong. bro isn't necessarily a four-letter word. And it's actually <laughs> well, it's only three, definitely a three-letter word. <laughs> I love Mike. There you yeah, go. I learned something new It's a million-dollar man, baby. He's <laughs> yeah. Ted DiBiase. Um, but this I think is, that's a good point. I think uh, the the manly man, even if you look like in you know the sitcoms, the, the fathers are always like these duncey, yes. duh, drinking got, beer type of. I got lost in the curtains, right. like yeah, idiots. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting because you lived in L.A. for a couple minutes, my brother, right, yeah. Costa? Yeah. Um, I remember a couple years ago hanging out with some L.A. comics that I was touring with, and this this girl I was showing, she told me. That the nerd thing was so huge in mm. LA, and it was almost like an epidemic. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's a, it was too much. And her it, words, <laughs> it's big out here too. But like, yeah, nerd culture is blown. I always, it, I'm weird, man. There's big shock to everyone. I don't know if you got the 411. I don't know if you got the Amber Alert on your phones. I'm kind of weird. I always felt that I'm somewhere in between nerd and bro. Mm. Before there was a word the for bridge. bro. Um, I'm on Ambassador Bridge yep. between Detroit and Windsor. Um, but the nerd. <laughs> bro version of it i am a, a, a meathead who also likes nerd i love comic books so I'll, you are definitely I, in the middle without a question but, right but, dude? but here's if i may interject i feel the same way about myself but as a, it, it's more dependent on what other people label you as right. yes right a lot of people will label you as bro or nerd whatever based off a of look or the fact that you wear fake wire rim glasses i'm not referring to well, you mine are real. no yours are real but there are people out there, and especially right. in La La Land, that literally altered their image with fake wire glasses, backpacks for no reason, right. to get on this nerd train. <laughs> and I am do not see down with that. Even a lot of athletes in those post-game interviews. Westbrook. With the, yeah. Why like, is what he wearing those? Why do you have a Hello Kitty knapsack on? Yes, I don't why, know. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm not just I, I just like be who you are. And I right. always had nerd friends, but because I played sports, yeah, right. sports, everyone's like, this guy is a is You're also too good looking to be a nerd, probably. Right. Well, and that's definitely true. <laughs> like that even if you definitely true. even if you tried hard to be a nerd, you could still bang a cheerleader. One thousand percent. And I'm talking like a Laker girl, not like that is not true. Not like uh, Atlanta Hawks girl. Oh no, they're pretty decent. It would be a I real bust. I remember Sacramento Kings Sacramento. girl where they're missing teeth and shit from meth. <laughs> yes, uh, Adam Carolla was saying that he, he basically jumping on what you're saying with these labels that he, you know, he's a mechanic and carpenter with his hands, but he also, you know, every night drinks red wine and watches reality television with right. his wife. Right. He's like, I could do both these things. I'm yes. allowed to do things that make me happy. Don't put me in these groups. Like, no, he's a he's a man and he just yeah. drinks beer and talks about you know tits. Yeah, the whole which we do, but. Sometimes let's, we also let's do stuff. things that make us happy. Exactly. That's it. That? Why can't I go see Captain America on Thursday night, Boom. but then also call you a bitch ass motherfucker mm -hmm. when you get thrown out of your shoes in the championship game of the NCAA tournament, <laughs> which I did several times last night. I'm sure you did. God damn it. I love Julius Randle, but uh, uh, man, he just falls out of them shoes, baby. Would would a man jock such as myself yes. have missed the first half of last night's game? To go to Heather's the musical wow. with my sister. Prime example. How great is Look that? Look at that. You, not, you hear what I'm saying? That's outstanding. Do you hear what I am Baby, fucking saying? Wait, I'm what's the scene in uh, <laughs> White Man Can't Jump? Do, do you hear or are you listening? I'm listening. Yeah. But I can't hear. <laughs> uh, guys, look up that movie. It's delightful. It's All you movie. young people out there. All White Man Can't folks. Jump is so great. It's very good. Still holds up. Rosie Perez, great nipples. Oh, um, man. I don't think she wore a bra the entire movie. I still don't <laughs> think she does. Yeah, I, and you should follow her on so, Twitter. That's oh, why you're at the play. <laughs> Rosie Perez only talks about boxing on her Twitter. Uh, it's it? unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Every five minutes, like, I don't think Alvarez's jab can handle Zab's chin. <laughs> like, what? It's so and No one watches boxing anymore, I feel like. Had its best year in like a decade. Like, really? Mm -hmm. Coming yeah. back? Pretty boy Floyd, baby. That's mm. a combination of our towns, baby. Michigan, Vegas. Yep. Holla, holla. Yep. Holla. Now, let's get back to this. You went Should we to just see loop them in, or you need? To well, get, get, let's do two minutes <laughs> ahead. We're talking about things. It's really fun no, talking about. It's really fun talking about his like topic when him. he can't answer. Exactly. No, anything. I love doing that. You know what this is? This is like in Superman, the good ones. He's like General Zod in that right. square, and we're Jarrell and all those dudes. And he's like, I want to get out and conquer. You can't conquer yet. That's it. Makes perfect sense to me. Man, me at the references. I gotta you stop. Got, yeah. No one knows the fuck I'm talking about. Even the old Superman bench. No. Marlon yeah, Mad, Brandon. No, nope. but Mad Dog, you're like you're. Like, you remind me in that uh, with your references. You remind me, and in, in, in no way is this an intellectual reminding of Dennis Miller. I don't know uh, what the fuck he's saying no. as a stand-up, but I'm still laughing because right. he's saying it with the confidence. His shit's I, out of control. Th that I believe it's accurate. Thank I don't know right. what half the shit he's saying, but I'm laughing. And 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 when you bring up Superman, the good ones, as if I even know <laughs> a difference between the Supermans. It makes me laugh. Well, these last two have been rubbish, baby. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Them old ones. Well, and then three and four are rubbish as well. But one and two. Two's half rubbish, but it's fun. Um, the thing with Dennis Miller is he combines <laughs> all these crate, like these super intellectual things, but then throws chachi, which that, is not a very smart thing. So or it's like, th throws in a well-crafted dick joke. Yes. You know, and you're going, thank you for doing that. I appreciate that very much. Finally. But it'll yeah. be like, something I get. You're like Vlad Putin with the Bapadee when he was writing the Constitution yes. of Peru back yeah. in the day, Chachi. Yeah. What the hell is yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. Or Chacha. Now, Heather's is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a classic movie. I love it. Many times. Growing up weird, that was a good angst movie to get me through high school, man. There was periods when I lost my friends and I had... 
I, I had nothing. And Comedy Central used to play Heather's a lot. How is it as a play? Well, I'll tell you what. I rewatched the movie before. Before I'd okay. seen the movie a lot. Um, it's about a kid who brings a gun to school, then blows up the school, fake murders kids. I mean, it, it could never be done today. What year was this movie? This made? was eighty nine. Yeah, it could never be done today. And with no. all the school shootings so and and, no. and the you know the the Christian Slater, he wears a black trench coat. That even scared me a little bit in the musical. He's on a black trench coat, which is the Columbine shooting. Yes. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's yeah. crazy. The musical they made some nice adjustments to fit into today's society. Uh, in the movie, Christian Slater basically just breaks into Winona Ryder's bedroom and then has sex with her. Mm. And the, in the musical, they flip the script. She breaks in a little oh, more PC allowed. now. A little more like makes more sense. The musical is hilarious. Seduction. It's got every ma every great quote you love in the movie is in the musical. It's a Fuck little me gently with a chainsaw. Absolutely. Greetings and salutations. Uh, would you have a brain tumor for breakfast? Brain that girl died of a brain tumor. Yeah. That girl ended up dying of this a brain movie, tumor two years later. Like this story. movie is two like story. predicting life secretly. <laughs> this it's, movie got nailed everything. Jeez. Oh, it's very, very funny. What's your damage? It's oh, it's so very. All these lines. You would love the musical. I was the only straight man there. but it, I'm going to bring it, a date. It doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. Boom. I'm bringing a date. Yeah. yeah. It's the type of thing for me, baby. Well, that's good, man. Thanks. See, this is a new segment we're going to have on this show. Costa Reviews Music Musical Broadway. <laughs> there's no business like no business. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'm telling you, baby, we're, we're, we're branching out. All right, so I think we did enough, yep. Ian and Han. So we're going to take a break. I'm going to get diabetes out of my penis because okay. that's going to happen. Hey, I got Obamacare now, so I think I'm going to go to a doctor to make sure I really actually take, take the diabetes advantage. test. Yeah. So these are things no, that are going to happen in the next few months. I'm going to open oh. up my diabetes test live on the air to see if I have it. One. And I'm going to officially find out if I'm Jewish by We're taking, taking the, swab. the swab. The swab. Boom. And we might have there a Passover. A there is a test for that, right? Yeah, I took yeah. it. Yeah. and it, 100 bucks. It, found it, out he's you Hungarian. Swab it and if it, it, you spit. It's a, it's a Google startup. 23andMe. They're not even a sponsor or anything. I'm <laughs> advertising them. But it's they really could cool. Be. And this, they tell you where all your ancestors are from. This is from. a real thing. Yeah, you, oh, they smell I, I, you. I was, I was joking around. No, that you spit into it, you send it back. Six weeks later, there's a whole website telling you where all your ancestors are from, genetic diseases, traits you have. They nail everything. They there's, got it all right. There's like a dog thing. There's a pet thing for this. I mean, I'm not trying to draw like comparison smells between, your ass between, between Jews and dogs. I'm just saying. <laughs> there is a thing. People want their genetic background of their dogs, and you can do this as well. So I assume it's just... Yeah, I came back 93% Ashkenazi Jew. I What's the other seven? Sephardic? so proud of you. Just, just European... Whoa, whoa, don't I'm fall. literally falling out of the seat, out of the seat, baby. I, it must have been right because I was pissed that it cost a hundred bucks to find out that I'm. There we a Jew. go. <laughs> well, that's the test right there. Exactly. Are you angry? You're saying you're doing this. <laughs> that cost you a hundred bucks. This is great. Look at this. All right. So those are the tests we're gonna do. If we can think of a third test, we'll do that. IQ. No, we won't do that. <laughs> I haven't gotten ST. I mean, I haven't gotten tested for H uh, HIV in a long time. That would be a lot of fun. Wasn't there a newscaster who took her like mammogram test on air and found a lump and it saved her? Wow! Wow! How crazy is that? That's good TV. That's good. Yeah, That's you can't. Good you can't start bawling right there though when when you find out. I haven't seen it. I just saw the upworthy title about it. We're literally to the point of this podcast now where the guest is is just writing jokes. <laughs> Fuck Jay! I'm sorry. <laughs> he's so not been in. All right, I'm gonna go pee. He's going over a set from last night. I'm gonna go pee. I actually had to write down all the opinions of the things that you guys have talked about already. <laughs> yes, just gonna yes. rail like, them things all. Things I wanted right? to say. Jay, we're not doing panel sense. on the Tonight Show. Oh, okay. What is this shit? I'm just gonna make sure. Well, 
get him in. We're All right. We're, we're I got to pee. Right now. You yeah. guys will not hear my pee. Everyone who's listening through your earballs, you're going to hear bump, 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 bump. That's what you're going to hear. And then we're going to come back. Goodbye. See you in a second. We're back for the break because we're here in Han. We got the Costa. We got the sweet wine, the ace, triple sweet. We also got my main brother. This is one of my favorite humans. This is one of my fashion consultants. This is true. This is true. In Vegas, my boy TJ used to handle fashion for me. I take him to the mall to buy shoes and shit with me. That sounds not too heterosexual. Who cares? Who cares, Mm -hmm. man? To help me with T-shirts, fashion, hats. My boy Devon out here for a minute. Manifest. He's a rapper. He's dope. He's in Brazil now. How's he going to help me? Can't help me. Can't fucking help me. He's nope. in Sao Paulo washing his clothes in the river. FaceTime. No, that's too much, too much <laughs> pressure. This is my boy J Train. I will just text him on a big gigs when I have something to do or an audition mm, and mm. be like, is this dope? Yeah. He'll be like, all balls or JV because we're Adam Carolla guys and yeah. fans of Def Frat guy. This is my main man, Jared Fried. The J Train. It's a pleasure. Choo choo, baby. It's Choo-choo. always fun to be here. I, it's, I don't know how I got that job. Getting selfies from you um, <laughs> with your new vest, right. but I love that job. I, I appreciate you, it. You come on, you're like, well, I'm no, not I, your fashion consultant. Stop sending I, me I, pictures. I don't how, know how I got it, but I'm how, happy I did. How did he get it? Because we do need someone to send stuff to sometimes when we're shopping. Because it's you got you got yeah. you got to make sure you get approval. I'll how tell did you, he get it? I'll tell you why. Because the guy throws down. Okay. Because yeah. okay. he gets the ladies. Because I like knows, that. Mad, he, Mad he knows Dog, it. Mad Dog goes out on a limb with some of his fashion choices, so I get why he would be like, okay, like. Check out this, right. you know, this cow mono, uh, yeah. fedora I yes. picked out. Wait, what, what <laughs> weird choices have I made over the years? What's that? What weird choices? No, I'm just saying, like, I would never wear a vest, but I like you in a vest. Thank you, baby. That's Here what I'm saying. Go. It's not me. That's an important it's part you. as a consultant to yeah. separate So that. for me, when I get that picture, I'm like, I see how this works for MD. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, okay, vest, go for it. Then, like, a red sneaker, I would never get into, but I see I pull it off. you pulling off the mm-hmm. red sneaker. Mm-hmm. It's that, good. I think that was one that was a, between a black and a red sneaker, and I love the flash mm. of mm. the red sneaker. See, that the psychology of great, yeah. It's also a great way to start off our bro episode with fashion <laughs> advice. Well, that's no, that's <laughs> kind of bro That's kind of why, like, you guys were talking about the bro nerd stuff. Like, I don't. When I first started, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know people cared. I didn't know what people thought of me, like I, or like I. I hung out with people that look like me. Like nobody here to me is anyone that I would consider a nerd ever. Right. And like Mad Dog, you're like I had like you know you were into things that people maybe not everyone. To me, in comedy, what I figured out is that a bro is anyone that doesn't have autism. Right. That's really what it's like. That's a bold statement. It's refreshing to hear. It's refreshing to hear. But I'm just saying, like, (laughs) someone that can, like, shake your hand and say hello, like... Like Mike and I have met a couple of times, yes. and like he was like we've met when we said hello. It was like he was like we've met. I know, and I was like I know. Don't worry about. It. I'm Jared. It's good right. to see you again. Yeah, that's how humans yes. interact. <laughs> like that's not like he didn't come up to me and like look away and kind of give me a half pound. Yeah, like I like so I, when I first started this, I was like oh like I've never like. I never stuffed anyone in a locker in my life. Right. Correct. Like, I don't well, know why. I think they there's a group of people that have their fists up and they're ready to go to fight, and they think that. Comedy is their kind of God-given right because they've been excluded, so they've been able to... But that's not how life works. Like, yeah. there's a different flavor of ice cream for everybody. Right. 
and exactly. there just happens to be some ice cream flavors that I'd be like that aren't weird, and then there's <laughs> some other ice cream flavors. And I'm like, oh, that's weird, but like I get why somebody would be into that yeah. flavor. You know, like I never, I don't look at someone who likes chocolate and been like, oh, fuck that dude, so like ever in my life. You're saying it's like a personality thing. Just be normal. Like there, there are bullies. A- that doesn't mean you can't be manly, and there are bullies who have other who like. I just never knew what a also. bro was growing up, and then there was a column on Jezebel that came out, and I loved it. It was uh. It was written like the bros, United States of bros. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, a description of a bro from every part of the country. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay? And there was like the LA bro. And it gave like what he's into, where he goes, what he does. If I met that dude, I wouldn't be, I'd be like, oh, he's just an LA dude. Like I wouldn't like, I wouldn't be like, that's an LA bro. Like I didn't even know that that was a description of bro. Like, and then it was like the mid-Atlantic guy likes lacrosse. And I was like, oh, that's just a guy from the mid-Atlantic region of the country. I always feel when I hear the bro description, I'm going, oh no, that's a douchebag. Yeah. You know, that's a douche. I don't know. I, I always got like, people would just say, oh. Michael, he's put together compared to comedians. And I would go, why? Because I don't have a fucking stain on my shirt? <laughs> because I do laundry? Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Some I of these shaved. comics, are, like, are, it just reached a whole new level. I'm like, dude, look, comb your hair. I'm not telling you to not be, like, eccentric and weird and different. Yeah. Do whatever you, but it's just sometimes I'm just like, or it's crazy. Or they shouldn't look at you and judge, and you shouldn't look at right. them at judge. So, yeah, go. you we're, do what you want to do, and I'll do what I want to do. We're doing it to ourselves, too. It's yeah. stupid what we're doing to ourselves. We're saying, like, that's this, that's yes. that. We're casting ourselves when it's like, why can't everybody, like, you can just go up and talk about anything. Where Stand-up is like the most freeing thing. You can right. go talk about anything you want. And we're saying to each other, well, you talk about that stuff. and you No, I'll talk about... You know, like race, just like any, but from my perspective of, you know, Mm -hmm. this is a reason. Mm -hmm. And that was the other thing I couldn't believe doing comedy. Like, I don't know whose friends told some people that they were funny. Mm-hmm. Like I like I like I don't know who's friends like my buddies growing up. We were like we would give each other we ball bust We give each other shit like I have buddies that I think are funnier than me and like should be doing this Who aren't and don't, comics and, who aren't comics. and I'm like yeah, and I'm like oh hell but then yeah, I, and I'm like it's insane We're actually middle funny of our group <laughs> yeah, of friends. We're just the ones dumb enough to get up there <laughs> Exactly. I, think. Yes. I, I do think that's in real time I'm going back to Vegas for a wedding this weekend mm. by the time this airs It'll be a couple weeks after um, there's people I will be cracking beers with who put me We'll crush Under you. the ground. Yeah. yeah. They, but they have kids yes. and wives <laughs> yes. and jobs with benefits. And, and they a just sense of wanna... reality. Yes. Yes. I don't. Yes. But, so, but some of those, you. like, some of those people that would consider themselves, like, the nerd comic or, like, the, the, uh, it's not even alt anymore. It's, like, just, like, this nerd faction. I'm just, like, wondering, like, were they just, like, miserable their whole lives? And they were like, this is the only way well, to make some friends that are also miserable? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's my thing against them. Right. And they probably have their thing against me that I think this and this and that. And that's yep. why I do this. But I just never really got that. Like, I never – like, I liked wrestling growing up. My dad, my brother, and I, we always watched wrestling. I never thought of that as, like, a nerd thing. I was just like, oh, this is something I right. like to watch. I like, think you're seeing a l- people who, like we were saying before, have all these different interests. You know, so they're there – these – People who love MMA and yeah. then also are hardcore video game guys, and like th- that doesn't contradict each other. You're I, ju- loud- I, I just think of like dudes being guys that like to go and hit on chicks and like to give each other shit. Right. And like that's anybody, I would be friends with anybody who likes to do those two things. If you like the ball but, bust and hit on chicks, by the w- I'm in. By the way, any nerd, quote unquote nerd, that gets famous or rich or gets the opportunity. To fuck a lot of girls. Takes it. Takes yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, sudden- who doesn't want to do that? So, you know, I think maybe this is a label issue. Maybe mm-hmm. it's yeah. just we're all just over labeling. Yeah, okay, man. You get right. laid more than me. 
then you're a bro. <laughs> yes. You're yeah. a okay, douchebag. Okay, okay. You get the girl that I really well, want, but I can't do it. Then it's fuck you. You're this date mm-hmm. rapist, no matter what. Right. You clean. Uh, oh, of course, he wears that kind of shirt and all this. And, uh, you know, I'm this great artist. Like in your head, you're like, I'm damaged in that. Yeah. You could be that guy. Mm. You, you're just, you're not fighting through your pain. No one alienates more than alienated. Let me tell you this. Yeah. I went through some punk phases. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the truest it, uh, statement. I'd go to the Double Down in, in Las Vegas, legendary punk venue. And, man, I was never punk enough for them them cats, man. And they oh, really? would judge me and some of my friends. Some of my friends would come in there in like khakis and that. They just got off work at a casino and they're getting judged. Why are you here? Because it's a free country. Yeah. And maybe yeah. we like to listen to Johnny Cash and the Dead Kennedys too. Yeah. All right. So are those bands? Those those two? Johnny Cash is not. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. He is a lawyer who gives speeches <laughs> all around Las Vegas. Oh, back to the Dennis Miller thing. I do agree that you are like Dennis Miller-ish where it's like Dennis Miller, I enjoy his comedy and I enjoy your comedy because it's like Jeopardy. Like when yes. I get something, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm yeah, in. I know. I did yeah. it. That's like fun. I know Thank that you, one. Friend. So that's I, that's why that was my thing on that subject when Please I was Please explain that to my last girlfriend <laughs> who didn't understand any of my shit. Right. Do you guys think that uh, men are the only people that kind of roll over and take these stereotypes that are put on them? Like here, we're vocalizing it, but at the end of the day, it's... You know, it's hard to for men to be like, no, I'm a, to to kind of fight for that perspective because we're also known in society as like the entitled, always had it good in history and all that kind of Great stuff. Great question. I, Do women get labeled so much anymore? Like, yeah, I mean, they get labeled horrible things like slut. Right. But Here's the, do the, they have nerd and is there a female bro? Is there something I think female, Is there a valley girl I, anymore? I think females get like get labeled a lot more on like their look is like mm-hmm. attractive uh-huh. or not attractive like no guys get that but to us it's like okay well i'm not attractive in that way girls it's like well that ugly chick that does it, like i would hate that like being a female comic i think that's like the the worst <laughs> like you get like you have guys that you're in audiences they're just like okay what's this like fat girl got to say i fucking mm-hmm. hate that and it's like that's what it is but that's like what the reality they have to deal with that half the time though the host will say something fucking dumb, like, are you ready for a female right. comic? Yeah, Just that. say our next comedian right. is whatever. Treat everyone Seen the same. On blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you I mean, see that so many times at like a bar show, where like you'll be at this yeah. horrible bar show, and they're like, we got a lady. Right. And you're like, oh, my God, I wish I could get, like, just cut my penis off and not be a part of your yeah. segment. You know, like <laughs> I had a host once who called out on the show that there was more than one woman on the show. Yeah. <laughs> What's this? Is it we did it, two guys. Women on this show. <laughs> did, I was like, did, why happen? would you to go back to answering your yeah. question? I maybe this is my own insecurity. I definitely feel like I can't necessarily defend myself because I played sports or right. I was popular in high school or whatever. I wasn't the p- most popular kid, but I never really know if I'm allowed to go there or not because it's not like I had this massive pain growing mm-hmm. up, whatever, whatever. Which, by the way, if you didn't have massive pain growing up, guess what? It's coming. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like I always feel like it's worse for me. It's, it's coming. It's everyone gets it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it always drops. Right? Yeah, I just like, never feel the need to apologize for that. Yeah, like I have nothing exactly. to apologize for. Like right. I had, I had a good family growing up. I had a good childhood. I played sports. I had a fun time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing something I love to do. Uh, if that bothers you, then yes. you're the one with the fucking problem. Correct. My, you know, like most people are like me in right. general. So I'm speaking to a larger audience than you will ever get to. So that's my. Well, I don't know about that. You were more happy than I've never seen you 
have a bad day. Yeah. I've never seen a depressed J train. Every day is a good day. I've never seen. That's how, awesome. how have you come to that? Like, I don't know. I just do you don't... look at things different? Are, the bad things obviously happen in your life. You have family members probably have died. You probably don't get things that you want. But how do you? St- you you're think... positive, but not in that bullshit. Fake no, I don't. I just don't. I, I don't know. I don't like profess positivity. I just don't. I don't care. You know, I don't but, care about any like I have my problems and I just think that they're not that I don't. I think we live in a world where everyone wants to think that they're different. And I really don't think anyone's that different at all. Mm-hmm. Like 99 percent of people act the same way, do the same things, had the same like experiences growing but up. But you think most people are like you or do you think you were, you know, like I don't want to say pl- privileged, but kind of like you had a pretty sweet. Run I think I, to I the think general I, world. I think that. I grew up in a uh, a boom economy, right? Where most people live. Boston, you grew up in Boston area. Outside of Boston, okay. I lived in a suburb. I think I lived in a time that was um, that uh, with a group of kids that went to you know. Listen, I'm not going to speak to the inner city black kid. I'm not going to speak to that kid. Right, but I'm going to say to that. But I'm also going to say can that speak I, on his yeah, behalf. you can say, we'll <laughs> let Michael Costa speak. That. But I would say that if you grew up in a town outside of a city in a suburb, and maybe your family was living a little bit above their means, which most were during that that Correct. economic time. Correct. Um, and we're living doing youth soccer and doing and doing after school, you know, plays or sports or music, or you had a tutor at some point. I think that there, the time that I grew up in, mo- there was a large. The, it was the largest middle class of the history uh, right. of the of the country in a first world nation in a first world in a con- first yeah. world city in a for, exactly. with full resources provided. So yes. and so, I believe that there are more people that lived in that time and that are now coming to the realization that th- you know we're the first generation that's going to do financially worse than their parents. Right. We're gonna that is that's been written about a lot. So it's like okay, you had a fine youth you you know youth and then now you're coming into the reality you see all these post-grad websites that are coming up and everyone's writing what it's like to be in your 20s what it's right. like to be 20 things that depress you about growing up or things that you wished were back from the 90s you see that every day now there's a reason for that that's because the you know the the like it's not as beautiful as we told we were told things were going to be and when you live in a boom economy, you think everything will always go up the next year. Right. But I think even, you know, everyone in, in society right now is in the same economy. Totally. I think, I think we, you know, coming from that background might have a leg up. And um, I guess my, my question more is, do you keep in mind that a lot of people who will criticize this uh, attitude you have may not be coming from a similar background? I think that everyone had a form of privilege. So at, at, I think everyone was a little bit better off 10 years ago than they are today. Mm-hmm. So if you think from that perspective, if you were inner city, then you were living better than you would be today inner city. So I do mm-hmm. think that there's a perspective that I'm trying to speak to of like, okay, today isn't what we were told it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So let's look at, you know, kind of the past we've had and it's what, like, how do we move? We're kind of, we're in the same boat no matter where you started. It's not it, you were well, told that you were told that you would end at certain place. Like everyone was know, told people... you have to go to college growing up. Right. It doesn't matter where you were. Everyone was told Clinton initiatives were all like everyone should go to college. We realize now that that probably wasn't the best message. If you think about it, if everyone goes to college, what does college matter? Maybe you should have gone to a trade school. And plus, maybe you should have been a plumber. Have. Right. You, what's that? And the debt that a lot of people yeah, have because so, of it. What was, I remember I went to college with this dude, and I won't say his name, but we were in the same fraternity, and he was racking up loans. And this kid, right. I remember being in my fraternity with him thinking, like, this kid 
should be like working like contracting. Mm-hmm. Like he shouldn't be here. Right. And then every day we'd wonder like, why isn't he? I don't think he goes to class. Like we right. were like, I don't think this kid is going to class. And we would debate, is he going to class? But then he'd carry around a backpack. We'd be like, what's in the backpack? Like, where did you? What, what, what college did you go to? Where'd you Penn go? Penn State. So okay. like, this is a state school where but, people can get into. Yes. It's pretty relatively cheap, but also college is not cheap. If you're out of state, it's not cheap. Yeah, yeah. not out of state. Yeah. I was out of state, but this guy was yeah. in state. Yeah. And I remember we would be like, well, the, someone would be like, yeah, I had class with him, and then he hasn't been back since. And then like midway through the semester, we're like, oh, we saw his backpack was like out, and he was in the bathroom. So we're like, we're gonna go through his backpack, and all there was in the backpack was just wrappers, food, like, and food wrappers and shit. <laughs> and we were just like, oh, he doesn't. He's like wasting he his money. He's wasting going to somebody's yes. money, whether it's the right. government's money because he has loans or his own money later in life. Like, and that's because we were all served. Like this kid wasn't a privilege. He wasn't like uh, you know in living. He probably lived in a different childhood than I did. But he also thought I need to go to college, right? And then I'm going to get that job. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said about our education system in general. And to wrap it back into kind of. Uh, being men, uh, especially at a younger age, we put these kids, this is what you have to do. Like, sit still all day is a crazy thing to tell an eight-year-old boy (laughs) whose body is just twitching to run around and and go crazy. So we're kind of setting these people up for failure in in a lot of different areas. you got to go to college. All of a sudden, you graduate with a major in communications or something, and you owe the government $100,000. I mean, look at all these people that go to law school because they just want another test to take. Dude, and then they take the job out of law school or grad school or undergrad that will just help pay off their loans fastest, right. which is a shitty job yeah. or it's a b- crazy know, hours, crazy and hours. And now they're fucking you're a slave. They're, it's, and then you're, you're, you're locked in, bro. I always say I, I had a tennis scholarship. I know this is, this sounds privileged and I, <laughs> and I was privileged and, and I'm not, I'm not going to apologize about it, Jared. There you go. Um, I'm happy we the got best thing that my tennis scholarship, that <laughs> the best thing that my tennis scholarship did for me was after college, I didn't have this massive debt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could make a decision. Do I want to go do stand-up comedy for three years and see if I can make $14,000 a year? Right. Yeah, because I don't yeah. have crazy. It was the, the best gift 14, ever. 14, you had a good year, huh, baby? I think a lot of what we see on a daily basis, and I, I think this is where this bro nerd thing comes from, is I see a lot of people that are like, you know, we're sitting here. I, I understand I had a privileged life, and I still live like a life of privilege mm-hmm. just because of the life I had before. But I will say this: like, there's a lot of people I see that don't have that honesty with themselves. Right. Mm. You know, they're gonna just go around saying how hard their life was because their dad didn't pitch them in baseball, and it's like, dude, your dad was out getting fucking right. money for your family. And you like, had a yeah, dad. You had a dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. so like, I don't understand. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people that we see, and Mad Dog was talking about being positive. Like, they wallow in whatever they can wallow in. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to look for something. And you know, I saw some girl was telling me about her. Like her improv group, and I was like, I, she was like, yeah, we had. Sounds a like it was two a.m. at the bar, and your yeah. arms around somebody. Yeah, I was trying to. T- like, I was Ugh. just trying to get past it, but then she was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, and she was like, yeah, we had a uh, a dinner party with my improv group, and I was like, does anyone just like look at around them and be like? We're at a dinner party with an improv group. None of us have right. a different perspective. Who's paying for this? Like, yeah. who's paying for this? <laughs> what? Like, do we? Is I just wanted to know. I asked her. I was like, did anyone like sit there and real like like announce to everybody like, boy, we're pretty, we're pretty mm-hmm. fucking lucky, <laughs> you know? Yes. And like, I I say that to myself every day. I'm pretty yeah, fucking it's like lucky. Louis, Louis C.K.'s everything's amazing and nobody's happy. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you just and I see so many times people just being like. 
well, like, I I don't really like my dad. And it's like, yeah, your dad probably likes you. Right. <laughs> you know? Mad Dog, you're always in a good mood. That I, that yeah, I've seen. I don't see you being I've been more mood. depressed the last three months than I've been in a real wow. time. We are why terrible friends. But no, it's okay. <laughs> why like, why do you think that? No, but, but, but <laughs> hearing you guys talk is the truth. Um, I've had a few things fall. I, I was saying uh, this year as a 36, yeah. uh, a lot of purgatory in my life, in show business. That's, mm-hmm. Let's just leave it like that. Um, but I'm getting opportunities, and I think eventually someone's going to hang a pitch over or not. But but see, that's the thing. We always are so worried, and it's not just show business. We don't have to focus just on comedy. In life, we all want greater. We, but we don't mm. know what we're looking for, mm. and we don't appreciate what we have. I'm paying bills. Yeah, I'm doing warm-up for this beautiful human beings television show, and I love it. it it's yeah, it's allowing me to be able to eat sushi for By breakfast way, a couple days a week, it's which been, is nice. It's, watching this cat is hilarious because the last couple months we've been getting a lot lighter audiences. Mm. And this is, this is when the comics got to strut yeah, and, and, exactly. and, and really work. But, I mean, it's one thing to do crowd warm-up for like 40 people that are raring. When you got the same seven people you had Monday and <laughs> Tuesday, and it's Wednesday, and like you, three of them don't speak English, right. Mad Dog, you are well, thank you, you are very you've you've become and I, besides just a stand up comic. Yeah, you, when bro. I first saw you do warm up, it's tough. It's a muscle that it was that the first time I ever did it. Baby. You are very very good at it. Well, appreciate it. You gotta put the hard hat on for that, guy. dude. Yeah, that is. I'm sitting there like in my little safety bubble, and I'm like, I do not want to be doing what Mad Dog. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun, good. and I appreciate that. And some people. And I've heard people do warm up, and there's yeah. someone that you guys had before me, um, who and only did it a handful of times. I remember him saying, "Oh, it's, it's shitty work, right? It's shitty." And it's like, no, it's shitty compared to you being able to do 20 minutes about getting pussy on stage, yeah, yeah. dude. But um, I really like the challenge, it's and I appreciate man. it. And there's millions of people who would trade. With me for that job, but even on a bad day of it, playing to six people I, I, who are drunk think, or whatever. I think speaking of what you're we saying, we need to appreciate what we have. I like exactly. This, well, the, the thing is, the, speaking of what you're and saying, that keeps we do me this, humble. We do this with and comedy positive. and like kind of what you're saying, like you know, you were talking about like the pitches and like someone will come through. It's like the uh, if you think of life day to day, life is very depressing. Like if you think of every day of your life, like you, you put that day in perspective with all the other days, you're, it's really not fair to that day. You know, so yeah, like, you think that? I do think that I think if you think like I made a commitment to do comedy for the rest of my life, I said to my parents, I'm going to be funny for money. I don't know how it's going to be. Isn't that awesome? Whether it's which is it's awesome. I was like, it's like such a cool thing to say. I remember my friends would go, how long are you going to do this? Exactly. Forever. Yeah, right. forever. That's and I think the minute you come to terms with that, like yep. I told my parents, I was like, I don't care if it's stand up or writing commercials or whatever it ends up being. I will be funny for money in some way. Mm-hmm. And the minute I came to terms with that, the minute like day-to-day shit didn't really matter because i'm gonna be here two years from now and 10 years from now so you either i got if you don't like me you better get used to me right and i'm not gonna keep going through whatever holes i can so like a lot of times i'll get like today like i talked to my dad on the phone he's like so what's going on today and i was like i don't know like nothing and then he was like, not to say this wasn't great, but I'm saying like, yeah, I, what the fuck, yeah, you yeah. ungrateful bastard? <laughs> no, but I was you like, don't appreciate shit. I was like, nothing's going on today. And we're having this conversation. And um, and I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to go send some emails and stuff. And then I go into the coffee shop that I go to every day. 
And I've considered this. I worked in finance. I've considered this an investment from the beginning. I'm investing in my life sure. and in a career. And I don't think a lot of comics think that way, which gets no, them depressed no. about shit because it's like, well, if this thing doesn't happen, then it's over. Right. No, if this thing doesn't happen, they'll be – so then this is kind of like uh, – I'm not saying this to brag. This is like just happened. Um, I So I get off the phone with my dad. I'm like kind of feeling a little bit bad. I was like, yeah, I really didn't have anything to report to him. That kind of sucks. And then I go on my phone and I go on Facebook. A guy I worked with on an NFL show – uh, message me. He's like, "Hey, we're gonna do a top ten show. Do you want to be one of the guys on the show?" Boom. And I'm like, "It just like that's the way it works out, you know? Like I, that nothing was happening today, and then he's like, we're gonna do it next month.' And I'm like, okay, there's another nut for next month right. that I get to do, and it will be fun and exciting and new. And it's like that's just like if I thought about today, like and I was when I got off the phone with my dad, I was like, oh my god, today fucking sucks. There's only I got one show tonight. It's not even like I'm running around doing twenty shows, and then." Then something comes up a second later just because you're not even right, – because you're in this for the long haul. But even if that thing didn't come up today, you could still have a perspective on the day. Like, hey, you're in New York City. Yeah. You could go do something. Yeah, th you that's could, true. You but, go right. Go, but go when I go right, I'm not thinking about how this joke's going to do today. I'm like, okay, I'm going to write right. because gonna work 10 years from now, right. someone's like going to be like, oh, that one joke you did that you Writing wrote. always – always makes me feel better. Yeah. No I matter what that. the fuck is going down, if I can get frustrated, whatever, I, if I just go sit for 20 minutes and write, and it it's shit. A lot of it's shit. You know, you guys have seen my act. But <laughs> it always makes you feel better. No, but it gets you... Every shitty thing, it's like... I used to hate this when we... I used to call call. Uh, yeah. So oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So they would be like... Every no is one no away from getting to a <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. But I think of that in joke terms. I'm like, every shitty joke is yeah, one shitty right. joke away from doing a good joke. Right. <laughs> so Just like, get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. So I, I don't go. know. That's my perspective. And I think like coming to terms with like, just like this is a long fucking road. That's like right. you listen to podcasts where like people have been doing this for like 20 years. Anything you're doing. Like nobody works in finance and has been doing it a day. And then, like, has, like, a mm -hmm. big break. And if they did get a big break in a day, that means they're probably worse off for the long run because they won't work as hard. Right, right. Well, let's get – okay. I agree <laughs> with that. I'm sorry if well, I brought get, this to a halt. This became a comedy podcast yeah, out of nowhere, though. I don't know, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know what happened. It's I'll, okay. I'll take it to bros if you want. <laughs> let's talk about pussy. <laughs> what, do I say? <laughs> what a segue that is. No, let's ask you a few things, and then we'll sure. get, we got hard outs and all that thing. Okay. And I have to pee again. I'm not going to fucking lie Dude, to you. Don't lie. You, you, you pat these energy drinks, bro. They're not good for you. Let me, let me tell you something. They Let's, kill your inside. I used to work with a girl who would wear, who would drink oh, this the energy drinks out of a straw at like nine in the morning, and she would she smelled like Red Bull. Mm. She yeah. stunk Red Bull, pores. and I would walk by her and I'd be like, like choking because yep. it was also because so then you think vodka reds. That's what I think. Yeah, vodka <laughs> red. It always happens to me. I, it, if red you Bull, like, oh god, I'm throwing up. Yeah, it's Monday. I don't want to smell your fucking cig and Red Bull. Exactly. <laughs> if you consume so much of something, it comes through your pores. Yeah. Yeah. People smell like booze. Sometimes it's not their breath. It's through the pores. Back in the day, I used to drink so much coffee. I'd go in the shower. It smells so like Colombia. Like it was that simple. It would just be like brewing off me. This is how bad I used to be. At one point, I used to drink so much soda with caffeine, I'd get home from bussing tables at 21 years old during the week on a Friday. At, at, at Margaritaville. No, this was at Black Angus. But yes, Black later, Angus. I'm waiting okay. tables at like Margaritaville, which is awesome. And I'm throwing down Mountain Dew in one hand, a beer in the other, in the shower. Oh, yeah. Pores are <laughs> conflicting yeah. of soda and alcohol. Sh shower drinking is phenomenal. Awesome. We used to do it all the time in my fraternity. Yeah, it's and it means you have time. no problems at all. Shower yeah. beer. Yeah. 
killer. It is nothing feels better than the cold beer and a hot shower, yeah. keeping the door open and talking to people as they're coming in. I love that shit. Like a public shower. <laughs> like I was so into that. We'd have the door, the public, the the oh, curtain this. open, beer out. It's a very it's just, this is a very fraternity image. Yeah. But you realize yeah. that is something that if no, certain people it, walked in, goes. Yeah, he's a fucking bro. Because there was guys. I love and that. Wrong, so there was guys who had no chance of getting laid. Here's who the reading most- Black Panther number 82 <laughs> while you were. You are, you, most- are you referring to yourself? No, no, no. Well, no, no, no but no, I, I wanted to be I'm that I'm not guy. being a dick. No, not like, at all. There's I, I want to hear no. what your take is. No, uh, there's, there's people I won't use by name, but sure. uh, big nerd dudes like in the comedy scene. And it's. It's weird. They want the same things everyone else does. They yeah. do want to get laid. But when they Power, say money, it, pussy, yeah, it has yeah. kind of been a, a constant since the beginning of humanity. Yeah. Here's a, I'll tell you a bro story that I would be hated for. This just happened last do. weekend. Uh, this is like the most bro Finally. story. I'll, I'll tell you. So <laughs> waiting I, to hate you. So, you, can, you, yeah. can start, you can press record now. Yeah, but. turn around the podcast. I'm done <laughs> preaching. Um, so here's uh, so this chick uh, that I've like, so we met on Tinder. And mm-hmm. a, like a while ago, she'll, she like listens to this. She, she, I've gotten in trouble for podcasts. Really? I've gotten in more podcast trouble than I've gotten for anything. Like I the eventually, girl, you'll become smart enough and start dating women that could give a fuck uh, about yeah. your comedy, <laughs> and then you're like scot free strippers. Yes. Okay, so yes. I um, <laughs> too busy I, scoring coke to yeah. listen to podcasts. So I uh, this girl we met like a year ago. Then we've kind of come. Then we like kind of had a breakup and then we kind of came to the understanding she was like i just want to fuck and i was like okay great love Sold. you let's do it so thank you thank you um no, we're, no, we're applauding her we're applauding her yeah yeah i'm saying thank you for her so <laughs> she says I, thank you <laughs> i said yeah you're welcome um so i so like this past weekend she's like come over i'm drinking and this was like two in the afternoon and i just <laughs> woken up and i was like i was like okay i was like i'll come i was like okay i'm just having a coffee and then i'll come down so i go down and meet her at a bar we're having beers. Her friends come out. We're having beers. She's like, and I had a show at like 7.20. So like it was like 5. And she was like, let's go back to my place. So we this go back part to is hard place. in New York because you, you want to day drink with your friends. But if you're a comic, you got. Right. It, this doesn't happen Early in L.A. Shows. No one's like, we're drinking at 1. Uh, and you got a show. So th- this is. But go ahead. Sorry this to is, Yeah, this is like. You're uh, drinking now before the show. Yeah, and maybe yeah. Having a couple know, beers, yeah, yeah. whatever. And like I'm about to like. So we go back to her place and we're hanging out there. And we end up having sex. And like, And then. Do you guys do? Do you guys have like a phone lap? Well, like what? anytime you take out your phone, you do a lap of certain apps. Oh, yeah. So oh, like, okay. so like, like you go like Facebook, Twitter, email. Like whenever you check right. your phone, you check the like a, you do. I call it the the, the lap. You yeah, know what okay. I'm talking about? Well, we got you. So my, <laughs> Tinder has entered into my lap. Oh yeah. So I go to touch my phone like you just two minutes, this girl. Yeah, two minutes, and I'm just going. So I go just like swiping. Facebook, and then I go to Tinder to see if like I wasn't even like it was like so. Like desensitized to me that I just like took it out and just went. Did she see? And she goes, "Are you on Tinder right now?" (laughs) And I was like, "Uh," and I was like, "No, it's in my lap." Like it was like such a, it was such like a new age Seinfeld thing. I was like, "It's in my lap." Like I had no idea how to explain it. What happened after that? So she was like, she was like, "You should get the fuck out of here." Really? I was like, no, I'm. I go seriously. It wasn't like routine. It was routine. But that is interesting. It's interesting that that is like it was. I was caught in such, and I did. Here's the thing, like, I don't sit there being like, yeah, checking Tinder, fuck your ass, I just fucked you. That's not my attitude mm. at all, even though that's what my actions would say. Mm-hmm. But my attitude was more, 
Like, I want to see if I got any retweets, just like I want to right. see what type matches. of chick I matched with. Like, that's like the same no. type of like yeah. thing that, you know, with the, the dopamine yep. in the right, brain. Right, right. That's what I'm looking for. Well, that's all we're looking for. That's all we're doing. Just a little squirt. Now, this is interesting. <laughs> now, you, you are open about <laughs> stories <laughs> like this, and that's one of the reasons I love you. Yeah. You're no, true I, love, you I love the yeah. honesty here. It's, no, it's that's, right. But has that ever happened to you where you have the, something enter into your lap? Well, I'm going to try and do that tonight now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you are open like this, do you tell women that even just casual women that you're not going to sleep with stories like this? Yeah, I don't think. And, and how do they react to this? Because I have a if, friend. I'm going to be honest. Sure. I said I was going to have you on. We're doing a pro episode. And she was like, oh, I've listened to his show. I'd like to smack him in his face. Oh, you know what? Oh, really? You know what the wow. best part about that is? She's, She's listening. listening. Yeah. yeah. Right. Boom. So I, Listen, I, I'd like, love you. I hate you. Yeah. So that's something I want to bring it. up. Right. Like, how do you feel that some women I would debate think that you're arrogant? I would, I would, no, I'd love to talk with that person. My podcast, first of all, is me reading fraternity guys' emails that get the joke. Right. Like, they write emails with a flair for saying, yo, man, so I'm putting the P in this V. Nobody right. talks like that. Like, they're fucking around. Once again, they're I'm going to try that tonight. Yeah, yes. put the peasants in the village. You know, like, they're yes. so like, I was like... I like that they're going for a joke that they don't know how to make. So, yes. and, and I sit there, I read the emails, and I make fun of them. So, whatever. Yeah, I think there's her, some irony with you. I well, think yeah, there's a little eye roll a with you. A little. It's mm, all. Yeah. I write for Total Frat Move. That, the yes. whole account started. It was, a to, it was a Twitter account that started as hashtag TFM. So, if you said, so I, so I came on that chick's face, hashtag TFM. Mm -hmm. That's a hateable thing if you read that. We just that. jumped a little innocent bitch <laughs> outside the bar, hashtag TFM. Exactly. Yeah, yes, but yes. you just said the way you said that yes. is the way they're writing it. Right. right. And you did a little eye roll. The yes. whole thing is with an eye roll. And I remember when I was in my fraternity, we used to go out and we'd have these parties. At, so, basically, like a fraternity would befriend other fraternities and then have like you'd have a bar at their house. So if like you if Mad Dog's fraternity had a party, you'd be like J Train, you bring a bar to my house, bring your own booze and bring a girl uh sorority that you're hanging out with. Now we'll have twice as big a party. Dude, that sounds fucking awesome. It's amazing. And I was so, not in a fraternity. So they'll so who was so be like you take the basement, we'll take the upstairs, we'll stream back and forth. But at least we have all the chicks in one place. It's a party so, pyramid scheme. Exactly. <laughs> so, Bernard Bernard but I'm saying in the middle of that party, in the basement, we'd be at someone else's house and we'd start going... <laughs> like someone, we'd have my buddy, my buddy Thunderdan would do a Van Dam. Thunderdan. Thunderdan would do a Van Dam. A Van Dam is when you do a full split and chug a beer. So he'd get on the bar. Oh, we'd be going Van Dam, Van Dam. We're joking, okay? Yes. Like it's hilarious. Then he'd get up, he'd get in full split, chug on the bar, Impressive. and then we'd start going beta, beta, beta. And then the the beta chant would get big, and then we'd change it to dudes, 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 and then we change it to tits. Tits. And like if you just in a vacuum, a tits chant is a dickhead. Uh, but in that scenario, we're all laughing at how ridiculous we're being. Like right. I we have more of a sense of humor about ourselves than people have about us. So like if the person whoever you're prospectively talking about, I would say that that person has their own issues that I can't resolve. They are coming at me with their fists up. All I'm saying is I like to have a fun time and I love reading these stupid emails and then mm. commenting on them because that's the world that I've created on this podcast. Like, if you can't get that, then you don't get anything. Well, once again, <laughs> I think that the, it comes down to the fact because you're confident and you're good looking and you dress well. Yeah, this that's, is the, that's this, what it is. If you 
wore a Iron Fist and Power Man t-shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you occasionally talked about how you swear by Gremlins too, not one, yeah. two. <laughs> Dennis Miller. And if you were maybe missing a tooth or something and you were just a I little more haggard, it still had the same confidence. You would be like, he's really confident for a guy right. who shouldn't be, and you'd be an inspiration to I, people. Well, but because of the way you look, your confidence is called arrogance. Same with Costa. You put yourself down a lot, and I think you kind of have to in a sense because if you don't, once again, you got you guys are fucking with your model looks and shit. People would be like, hey, these guys think they're going to take over the world. A schlub like me, I could go – Fuck it, I'm the dopest but you know son of a bitch funny? around. And no one would think I really think that because I look in the mirror too and you know that I would realize that that's not going to happen. Mad Dog, let me tell you something funny. This is, uh, I was Man, I lost my breath on no, that. I, Holy I, shit, it, I need to do more sprints. <laughs> Mad Dog, I, that's hilarious that you say that because I was dating this girl, we were together, and I was explaining to her that I was like, yeah, you know, like I get put in this like good-looking comic crew, and she started laughing hysterically Uh-oh. because she was like, she's like, who do you think you are? And I, in my mind, I was like, I first of all, I never thought of myself as a better-looking person before I started doing comedy until I did comedy and people would say things like Dude. that to me. Yes. Never thought that once. I was never the best-looking guy in my high school or my college or anything like that. And I or any of my friends, I have much better looking friends. And I just remember the girl, like her laughing at me. I was like, yeah, I can't. For a second, I bought into it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like in that good looking crew. And it's like, that's so stupid. Like, like look at a guy like, uh, like Mike Cannon's a great looking dude. And he doesn't, he never, and he has a lot of confidence, but he sometimes wears a t-shirt that's a little different. Right. You know, like, and that's like, what, he's out because of a t-shirt? I was always made? a skinny, frail bitch. That's really? what I was in high school. And then I started doing comedy, and I get this label. And I yeah. used to say, this is like winning the gold medal at the Special Olympics. <laughs> yes. It doesn't mean I'm any good at this fucking right. thing. It's yeah. just my competition is so disgusting. And I'm looking at you, Mad Dog. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, but Mad Dog, <laughs> you're <laughs> a good-looking dude, too. Like, I don't it's understand. Mad Dog. You guys are comedy tens. I'm like a comedy seven. That's a- <laughs> it, it's kind of like... Maybe that's what it all comes down to. It's ex- 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 oh, the mic. Oh, my mic's back on. No, you're good. A fool. Did- there yeah, you go. Did Mad Dog just pull that out? How dare you start recording? It's kind of like you go to Reno. No offense to, to Reno. Tens in Reno would probably be New York City fives. No <laughs> oh, offense. Hell yeah. I don't know. I don't even think it's true, though. There's so many comics Sorry, that I'm like, that's Reno. a good-looking dude. Like, it's a better-looking dude than I'll ever be. Like, I've been trying to lose weight lately, and I'm like, yeah, because I... Thanks, man. Yeah. So then, like, I... No, but I was like, I, I was putting on some weight, and then I was like, okay... I was thinking about that, like, Melissa McCarthy thing. Like, Melissa McCarthy has to either be really fat or really skinny. You can't really be in between. Chris like, Farley, man. Chris that was Farley. half of his, you know, dilemma. You yeah. have to be one yeah. of the two. Yeah. So it's like, I was, like, thinking to myself, I was like, oh, what am I? Like, I'm not even, like, definable at this point. So now I got to go down or I got to go up. And I was like, I don't want to go up. I don't have to buy all new clothes. Yeah. So then, like, I was like, I'll just <laughs> go down. But I'm like, I thought about that. Like, you're there... There, you know, it's tough to be considered that way because I don't speak from that perspective. I don't think of myself that way. I'm confident because I like having fun and putting a smile on my face. Like, I that girl, like whoever that is, like I would say to her, she's got her own shit to deal with. Like that, and, and that's probably why I seem more confident than I am because I'm like, it's not my problem. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm getting laughs based on stuff I want to talk about. So obviously, the one not laughing is the person with the problem. Not the rest of the room. Believe right. Believe this is someone go. who knows who the fuck they are. I there try my go. best, man. That's the beauty of this. <laughs> when I when I told some people I'm doing a, a bro episode, 
some people are like, well, that doesn't fit. How many people You're did being, you tell? Yeah, everybody. <laughs> I spread the word. Um, they're like, well, that doesn't fit this left of the dial vibe that you guys kind of have on the show. And it's like, no. Our show's about being who you are. Is this, yeah. is this still it. not called Lust for Life? It still is, baby. I mean, yeah. you can have a lust for that's anything. What and he has a lust for life. That's what he that's said. More than anyone. Yes. yes. He's telling you where to shove your goddamn yeah. Um, yeah, college gonna, uh, <laughs> uh, debt. I'm not going to apologize for that. Yeah. And that's what I love. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm not going to apologize because, I, you know, I, I have a big dick. Yeah. Why would I say I'm sorry about? Well, that? yeah, it's a comedy. It's a comedy, big dick. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. right. it's actually just a normal dick. <laughs> right. I love the exchange rate here. Like you're yeah. a comedy yeah. seven. There <laughs> is. There is a fucking exchange rate. It's like Canadian currency. Oh man, that comic is so well dressed. Oh, you mean the one in the button down that's just ironed a right. button down? Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. I have Anyways. started dressing better with like button ups and that. And then I, I, what do I want? Uh. This goes full circle with a combination of bro and nerd. I'm watching the WrestleMania and the Wrestling Hall of Fame, and you see dudes in suits, suits, like smooth suits. And oh, I go, yeah. that's, that's really dressing well. Looking good. That's looking good. Yeah. This is just, all right, I'm, I'm together. I got to button up. I look like an adult, like I have a well, job. That, that's why I love watching Letterman sets. You see people like all dressed up. Mm, I'm like, yeah. oh, looking good. I like you brought that heat. You know, I, so I'm that's actually weird, not a fan. Though. I'm do, actually not a fan of that. I, I, no, I don't love that either. Oh, no. I love it. I, I love it. it. I why is so it? Why do you care what I wear? Why can't I just be comfortable? Well, and if you want to dress nice, dress nice. But don't judge me by what I choose. They to should wear. be forced to. But some situations. But you can take a take. You can make a different take on a suit. Like you can take. But why a, do I shouldn't even have to do that? The tie <laughs> to me is very anti-comedy in the sense that buttoned up. It's like what you said in the sense that this is the soul free platform we have right. now yeah. and there's nothing more restricting than a literal <laughs> noose <laughs> around your neck like but but i get it it started if you want to rock it yeah if you want to rock. i mean i've tried performing in ties and it is just i have a hard time with that i have My a hard time with that i always respect someone that goes on stage in a suit like yeah the, the, yeah sure. like i like the look I, I think which is like, in most likely the audience does is right. as well so therefore you're that. already starting with yeah. respect and likability mm -hmm. has already happened, and you've yet to but open your mouth. But I think the reverse could also happen. You could cool yeah. type of feel to Imagine it. Imagine rolling up to some alt show. Yeah, like exactly. A full three -piece yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. Once again, that's on the list for tonight. I'm yeah. doing all you, of them. You got a long list, bro. Let me just tell you this: how I got upset. Then we got to wrap it up. Sure. Um, so we're watching. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with this. We're watching all this wrestling shit, and now yeah. I'm watching Raw <laughs> with the roommates. And Jerry the King Lawler wore a suit. You guys remember him as announcer? Yeah, he was the, of king. Course, the king. And he's wearing a suit for WrestleMania yeah, yeah. and yeah. for the uh, Hall of Fame. And it was dope. Yeah. And then he gets to Raw the day after WrestleMania. And everyone else has a suit. And he's just wearing an Affliction shirt. Now, he used to wear like a dress like a king. Yeah, yeah. I used cool. to like when he dressed like a king. But now he's just wearing an Affliction shirt. <laughs> yeah. Guess what, dummy? You're broadcasting. Act professional. Yeah, I Marv agree. Albert can't wear a fucking uh, he's a wearing Billabong t-shirt. Affliction now. It's just like Affliction <laughs> shirts. Isn't like, he like 80? It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> wear a suit, sir. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Why can't he just wear what he wants to wear? I know, uh, you're bro you're no, broadcasting. I, I wish he was still wore the king. Oh, where the uh, king thing? Can't he broadcast just as well if he's wearing a suit or uh, a t-shirt? How am I supposed to take you serious? And in a sport his, like that. By the content see, of what he says. I want to start wearing a king's crown on stage mm -hmm. from Dude. now on. You think I'm cocky now? Wait till I start wearing right. my king regalia. Bring a scepter up there. Yeah. Jared the king. Freed, yeah. J-Train. Oh, I love the J-Train. <laughs> All right, this has been outstanding. Jared, thank you for sharing hey, thanks it. Thanks for having me. Please plug everything. Jared, it's refreshing, to, it's refreshing to hear someone take this stance. Oh, uh, I, so I didn't refreshing. even know it was a stance. No, it's <laughs> not a stance. I mean, sorry. Ma yeah. Maybe that's what Maybe I've identified too much right. that it should not even be a stance. Yeah, because you're just, just being you. And a, but, but 
I'm I'm relating and I appreciate that. Totes preach, man. Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> I'll say this. Uh, no, and I it changed appreciate my mind. it. I think I no, I think everyone I that's the thing. I laugh at every I laugh at every version of comic. Like I think that I, and I get why funny's someone, funny. Yeah, funny's funny. So like that's kind of how I uh, Portuguese comics. Like. Yeah, yeah, not, not good. Not, not good. into them and blacks. But other than that, <laughs> so, no, <laughs> so that was a joke. Girl who thinks I'm a dick. Right. Um, She's so, also black. Yeah. Uh, could have told you that. Uh, so, <laughs> so I was uh, joking. She's Portuguese. Now she's oh, getting into both ends. Oh. We're all giving her to the business. So. Business, business. Tits, tits, tits. What am I plugging? Something is that? What yeah. You want me? Yes, oh, TFM podcast on the Stand Up New York Labs uh, network. Subscribe. We love that. I'm on Twitter at uh, JTrain56. That's my football number, uh, so that's hilarious. LT's uh, number two. Yeah, I love LT. So what is, that? is that a defensive back? I was, no, it was a D tackle. D tackle. Really? I was like fifty pounds heavier it's than a I am now. Defensive number, I know that. And in high school, so like I was a like I was like a I was like a little block. Yep. I yep. once intercepted a ball for a touchdown. That was like wow, the biggest thing that ever happened. Man, that's so not yeah. nerdy, bro. So awesome. <laughs> no, the nerdiest part was after when I scored. I have the whole thing on tape, and I turn to like my sideline, and I give the nerdiest fist pump you like you've ever it looked like i'd never done a fist pump right. like i went like i just Your went first like first fist pump like yeah. like that like even this arm moved <laughs> you know and so that i have that on video and it's pretty ridiculous looking so, so you should show that to everyone right. when you play in williamsburg yes <laughs> let me start off with this video a nerdy presentation. Jack. yeah thank you train thank you guys bench the best of BS on Twitter, but check out all of our labs, podcasts, Every one of them. and shows. Everyone is fantastic. Take a we whole don't... day and listen to all of them. Exactly. We got a lot of shit happening. Promo code La uh, Lust. Lust. Almost said Labs. I think Labs also is a promo Why code. Why not, baby? Lust or Labs. Half off tickets to any of our shows, seven days a week. Support, follow us, friend us, tell your friends, tell your kids. I'm out. Good. That was outstanding. That was outstanding. Uh, My main A couple brother. days ago, we uploaded episode 15 of Sports Costa Basement. This is the gay edition. We have Woo! a gay sportscostabasement.com. Costa with a K. Okay. Oh, yeah, coach. My Thanks for having me, Mad Dog. Thank you, bro. I'll, see, I'll see you tonight. I'm going to see you in a little bit, baby. Yeah, I'll see you a little bit, baby. We've got to work it out. Yeah, we have baby. a certain kind of audience tonight I'll tell you about. Oh, for real? I can't wait to tell you. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mad Dog Matter on Facebook, Twitter, Dog at 28th Street, at Mad Dog Matter. Represent this show. Give us feedback. Like us. Uh, subscribe to us. All that on iTunes. Um, that's it. Thanks to that's everybody. It, I want to thank Uncle Billy, Keith, Cousin John, Cousin Nick for the artwork, Timothy Styles for the music. I want to thank Super Tramp and Minnesota John Fatigate for executive producing Chris. this. Oh, yeah. I'm getting to my boy, Cacciatore. Chris Cacciatore, the <laughs> new blood. He is the new blood. He's NWO up in this shit, staying with the wrestling stuff right there. Mad love to Donnie and Gabe. Mad love to um, you, God, and Master Killer of the Wu-Tang. They're joining the podcast. We're going to be the Wu-Tang podcast. We're going to have 85 people on the fucking mic. Until next time. That was just joking. Um, be who you are, whether it's a nerd, whether it's a jock, whether it's a bro, whether it's in between, or whether it's just Tim. Maybe you're just a guy named Tim. <laughs> be who you is, baby. I'm Mad Dog Mad. Until next time, remember one thing. We're all worth a million prizes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boys! <laughs>